0: Today on episode number 31 of Life After Sight Loss Radio, we're talking about the benefits of therapy and counseling after losing your sight. Hello everyone and welcome to Life After Sight Loss Radio, the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek Daniel. I am your host and resident VIP, aka visually impaired person. Hey, if you're new to the program, welcome aboard. This is the place where we do product reviews, life advice, encouragement, how-tos, and so much more, all with the express purpose of helping individuals and families who are going through or facing physical sight loss. Hey there, guys. Thank you so much for joining me this week for episode number 31. If you're new to the program, welcome aboard. And if you're returning, we're so glad to have you back. I'm so honored to come into your earbuds each and every week. Thank you for listening. This week, we're talking about the benefits of therapy and counseling, because I know there's some myths out there about it, so we're going to jump into that. Plus, we got a great question of the week, all about should you wear sunglasses all the time, and we've got a little bit of notable news. Yeah, I like that alliteration, notable news, right? That's good stuff. So anyway, before we jump into everything, I just want to let you know that you can get the show notes to today's episode. All you got to do is go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash 031. That'll get you links, information, conversation. And more. Just hop on over to lifeaftersightloss dot slash zero three one. So, our question of the week is pretty simple, and it comes to us because so often, when you lose your sight, you assume that you have to start wearing dark sunglasses. And why is this? Well, that's stereotypical of visually impaired people. And so, the question this week is, should I wear dark sunglasses all the time? And, you know, it always depends on personal factors, because if you are light sensitive, if you like protection, if the weather condition outside is important, you know, if you wear indoor, outdoor, that sort of thing... so I made a video a few weeks ago uh, all about this topic and I'm going to link that over in the show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 031. You can watch it right there on the show notes page and I dive into it a little more deeply all about that topic of wearing sunglasses. But suffice it to say that it's all up to you. If you want to wear them indoor, outdoor, if you want to wear them when it's light, if you want to wear them when it's dark, it's all up to you and the beauty is you don't have to wear the big clunky ones necessarily. You can get really cool looking ones as well. Now this may depend on the color of the sunglasses that you wear you know amber and things of that nature but for the most part you can get some really cool ones and wear them anytime you want hey if you've got a question you'd like answered here on the program just send it over to me you can do that a couple of ways first you can email me derek d-e-r-e-k at lifeaftersightloss.com or you can tweet me at the derek daniel using the hashtag sight loss support So therapy and counseling, what's it all about? Well, as somebody who's set on both the counselor side of the room and the counselee side of the room, I can tell you the benefits of therapy and counseling are so great. They have the potential to really be helpful, not just for you, but for your entire family. But I know there's some myths out there about, you know, therapy, about counseling. You know, what's it really all about, that sort of thing. Some of those myths are, you know, like, well... I have to be really messed up to go to therapy and counseling, right? I have to be really totally something wrong with me. And it's like, oh, I don't I don't think there's anything that wrong with me. Or people might say, well, I don't want somebody else telling me how I feel. You know, I, I don't want to do that. Uh, you know, people are just fearful thinking, oh, you need a shrink. You need a therapist. What's wrong with you? And the reality is there's nothing wrong with you. Those are myths. You know, you don't have to be, quote, severely messed up to go to counseling or therapy. Uh, you know, nobody's going to tell you how you feel. They're going to help you through a lot of different things. And so I think it can be very beneficial. And I always encourage people to seek counseling therapy if they feel that it would be beneficial to them. And I think that so many people can benefit from counseling, even if they think they can't. So today, I want to give you four benefits of therapy and or counseling that can really be helpful. Now, let me just go ahead and say uh, up front here, I'm saying therapy and counseling Two different words here because some people, you know, think you know, are they interchangeable? Yes and no. I mean, you have a therapist, and usually, if you call somebody a therapist, they are you know licensed by the state and things of that nature. A counselor, somebody like that, might be a grief counselor. Uh, you know, there might be a drug addiction counselor. There might be a spiritual counselor, things like that. So it can be different. So I'm using both those words very importantly, but they can be interchangeable for the most part in this regard because it's just going to somebody and finding help. So four benefits of therapy and or counseling after losing your sight. So the first benefit of therapy or counseling is you get to gain an outside opinion or perspective. So often you've heard that phrase of not being able to see the forest for the trees or the trees for the forest or whatever it is, you know, something about trees and forests. But the point is you're too close to the situation. So oftentimes when you go to talk to somebody who's not biased, who is totally outside the situation, they can give you a, a, you know, an opinion or a, a perspective that you won't normally have. Because even your family family and friends are somewhat inside of the situation. And so somebody sitting across from you can say, you know, here's what I'm hearing you say, or this is sort of what I think about this specific topic or whatever it might be. And they can give you that outside perspective. It can really be beneficial because you can gain some insight that you maybe wouldn't have gotten on your own. Because somebody can say, yeah, but what have you thought about this? And you're like, oh, wow, no, I I haven't really thought about that. That's really interesting. And you probably wouldn't have gotten there without some... Somebody's outside perspective. Now, I'm not saying you absolutely wouldn't have gotten there, but there's a definite possibility you wouldn't have. So, the first benefit of therapy under counseling is getting an outside perspective. The second benefit of therapy and/or counseling is the opportunity to express things about your relationships that maybe you couldn't to the people you're in relationship with. I mean, let's face it; it's hard to tell your partner some of the things about them that is bugging you. Now, in a relationship, you probably should get to that point where you can talk openly, but it's probably helpful to go to somebody and say, "Look, here's what's going on. Here's how I feel when they say this or when they do this," and you can just sort of, I don't know, verbally vomit those things, even if it sounds bad and if you need to tell your partner your family your friends whatever the counselor can help you to come up with ways that you know are a little nicer than just verbally vomiting on people and so you have the opportunity to work those things out in a very routine situation where you can tell the person hey this is what happened here's how i felt about it i wanted to kick them in the face whatever it is and then the counselor can say okay that's good now let's sort of mold that into something that can be helpful in you know causing change and, and affecting that relationship. So, the second benefit, obviously, is expressing things about your family and friends to somebody who isn't your family and friends. The third benefit of therapy and counseling is having something that's consistent in your life. Look, when you lose your sight, there's so many things that are changing rapidly, especially if you're losing your sight at a very rapid pace. Things are changing constantly, and therapy and our counseling can give you something consistent. Maybe every Tuesday at three, you're meeting with a therapist, or whatever it might be, or you're just every week, you know, at different days, but you're having something consistent. You have the same person, maybe on the same day in the same office, and you're finding a way to find consistency in your life. And that in and of itself, not just the therapy going on between the therapist and you, just the act of going to it, sitting down and talking each and every week in the same place with the same person can give you a sense of balance, can give you a sense of like, okay, here's some structure. My life is a bit chaotic, but this every single time I could sit down, I can just, you know, vent and express. and, And that gives you a sense of consistency. So it's not only the therapy that you're getting or the counseling that you're getting from the person. It's the act of going, sitting, talking. It's consistent. So the third benefit of therapy and counseling, the consistency in a very chaotic life. And the fourth benefit of therapy or counseling after sight loss is you find very practical and tangible ways to deal with some of the emotional and mental things that you're going through after losing your sight. We've talked about it here on the podcast, on YouTube, on the blogs and everything else. The emotional turmoil that you can go through, you and your family can go through, can be very big. It can affect your life in great ways. So going to a therapist, a counselor, they can help you in giving you tangible and practical ways to work through those things. Because let's face it, you've got a lot of other things to learn. You've got to learn skills, uh, cooking and cleaning. You've got to learn how to use the computer and the smartphone. You've got all these things that you're learning, and a counselor can be that that uh, like added piece to come in and say, yeah, I know all that stuff, but let's work on the emotional thing that you're going through. Let's work on the mental toll that this is taking on you. And they can give you very practical ways, just like a skills teacher can say, hey, here's a good way to cook in the kitchen. Here's a good way to use your phone. The therapist or counselor can say, here's a good way to deal with anger. Here's a good way to deal with depression. And depending on your situation, they can give you very tangible and practical ways to deal with that. And so I think it's So important for that reason, even that reason alone can be so helpful because it's good for you, it's good for your family, and they can give you very tangible ways to deal with emotions. So the fourth benefit of seeing a therapist and counselor after losing your sight, they give you very practical and tangible ways to deal with your emotions. So there you go, guys, four benefits of therapy or counseling after losing your sight. One more time, a quick recap here is first, you gain an outside perspective, something maybe you wouldn't get on your own being inside the situation. Secondly, you can express things about your family and friends that maybe you couldn't to them, and then your therapist or counselor can help you find ways to do that in a very helpful and encouraging way. The third benefit, of course, is to have something that is consistent in your life, especially when all the other things, it seems like, are changing. And the fourth benefit is to help to find practical and tangible ways to deal with the emotional turmoil that you're going through. I'm a big believer in counseling, and I think it can help so many people. I encourage you to seek out a professional in your area. I wanted to say a couple of quick notes here. First of all, your counselor doesn't necessarily have to be blind or disabled. Now, if they are, they might understand you, but it's okay if they're not Secondly, please remember that if the counselor isn't working out for you, it's okay to say, eh, this isn't really working, let's try a different counselor or a different approach, that sort of thing. Also, this is good for both the VIP and the cited supporter. You might have individual therapy, you might have family therapy, whatever it might be, it's good for everybody because everybody's life is changing. Not just the VIP, not just the sighted supporter, but everybody. So I highly encourage you to seek out a specialist, seek out a therapist, a counselor, uh, maybe a spiritual mentor, whatever. It might be and find the support that you need. I know it'll be so beneficial. All right, we've got some notable news here. Did you know that October is blindness awareness month? Yeah, October blindness awareness. Now, when I first heard this a few years ago, I thought, you know, if you're blind, I think you're probably aware of it. But here's the thing. It's not really just for you. It's to spread the word about all things sight related. This includes having healthy sight, you know, finding ways to protect your vision, that sort of thing. Plus things that are blindness and visually impaired, uh, you know, effective like, I don't know, accessibility or breaking down barriers and myths about sight loss. So October is a time we celebrate. For example, October 12th is World Sight Day. October 15th is White Cane Safety Day. So I've got a blog post that I wrote this week, and I've got a link over to that in the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash zero three one. You can go over, check out that post, and it's a few ways to celebrate blindness awareness month but i encourage you to go out have a conversation with somebody tell them all about what's going on in your life and how you know wow it's really changed but here's all the great things and just you know express what it's all about training teaching spreading the word about blindness october happy blindness awareness month As always, I'd like to wrap up the show with our word of the week. Now, the word of the week, of course, is just one word to wrap up the show, to kind of give you something to jump off from and start a conversation with somebody. It's just a very simple thing, and I think, you know, it's just very helpful to, to wrap it up in a bow. And our word this week is personal. Personal. P-E-R-S-O-N-A-L. Personal. Now, the meaning of this word, I always like to give the meaning just to give us some, you know, context, because context is crucial. So, the meaning of this word is, quote affecting or belonging to a particular person rather than anyone else. Let me give that to you again, of course. It says, quote, affecting or belonging to a particular person rather than to anyone else. Now, why did I choose this word this week? Well, we talked about wearing sunglasses, and that's a very personal choice. Nobody can say, well, you got to wear them these hours of the day and for these reasons if you don't. No, it's a personal choice. You wear them whenever you want for whatever reason you feel comfortable with. If they help you, you should wear them. Also, of course therapy and counseling, a very personal choice and sharing very personal things. It's all about the individual and, of course, the family as well. Even something like Blindness Awareness Month. Yes, it's about the millions of people who have you know, visual impairment, but it's not just about the millions of people. It's about each individual, their story, their hopes, their dreams, and how they're living with their visual impairment. So I want to remind you and encourage you that visual impairment, the journey that you're on of sight loss, it's a very personal journey so walk through it how you see fit make sure to find support from other people but at the end of the day you know wear those sunglasses go to the therapist celebrate blindness awareness month make it all a personal choice because it is a very personal journey all right, guys. Well, that brings us here towards the end of the podcast. And a couple of things before I get out the door. First of all, thanks for joining me all the way to the end. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't gotten a chance to do that yet. Just go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash podcast, and that'll give you links to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, all those great places. I so appreciate it. And of course, if you go to the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash 031, you'll find buttons right under the player for all of those things so you can subscribe right there at the show notes. And if you would be so kind as to leave a rating and review in someplace like iTunes or Stitcher, gosh, I sure would appreciate it. And at the end of the day, remember, guys, this podcast is all about you, so I'd love to hear from you. You can send me an email, Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at lifeaftersightloss.com or tweet me at the Derek Daniel. Hey, one other thing I wanted to say, if you're familiar with my podcast, if you listen a few times, you might notice my voice sounds a little bit uh, tired. Uh, I've been battling the coughing and sneezing and uh, all that stuff this week, but I still wanted to bring you a podcast episode because the streak is alive and we want to keep it going. So thank you for struggling through this as I did. I really appreciate it. Hopefully my voice will be back to 100% next week and we'll keep on plugging away here at the podcast, but thank you so much for listening. All right, guys. Well, that brings us here all the way to the end of the show. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. Hey, as always, remember that any information here on the show is intended for informational and educational purposes only. If you're in need of medical, professional, or legal advice, please seek out a specialist in your area. Thanks again, guys, so much for listening this week. I really appreciate it. And until next time, remember that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name is Derek Daniel from lifeaftersightloss.com, and I'll see you in the next one.